Welcome to Off Probation Podcast. This is your host, Paul Calvani. I'm sitting here with my good friend, Chapa D. Yeah. And we're about to get into his probation story. Wild times. Fuck yeah. So, how long ago... Uh, Let's see. Yeah, how long ago was your probation? I'm 28 now. I was on probation for 18, 19, 20, 21. So about seven years ago, I did four years on probation after doing 11 months in county jail. So, yeah, they kind of stuck me with both of those. How old were you? I was a jet, 19, 18 years old. The crazy part is I was doing all this crazy shit and I had a full-time job at the time. But, you know, when you see your dogs that are younger than you or a little bit older than you getting money doing illegal shit, you're like, fuck a 95. You feel me? Like, it's easy to go out here and steal some shit or sell some shit. Yeah. You feel me? Yeah. So I guess it all depends on your environment at the time. Yeah, no, for sure. And how, I'm sorry, I was like rolling up weed. How old did you say you were? 18, 19 years old. Yeah. Did you like, uh, because I met you through Jordan. Yeah. Did you know Jordan at the time? I did. Shout out to Jordan. We went to the same high school. You know, what's crazy is a lot of people in my high school were either not smoking weed at the time, just bullshit and doing whatever they was doing but I was living two different lives at that time going to high school hanging out trying to pass but also outside of high school getting into a lot of street shit a lot of car shit bitches a lot of wild shit so but in school you were still like working on your grades yeah but I wasn't doing too good though I was failing not passing fucking classes on some bullshit so like uh, what are like did you you start hanging out with like some people that kind of read, led you down the wrong direction and or yeah did you do stuff yourself or I think I can't even blame it on one particular person but uh, there's this chick that I was dealing with at the time you feel me like kind of dating yeah we were dating we were dating I can't say that we weren't dating <laughs> and you know her brother that was living with us at the time. He wasn't working, so... Wait, so you lived together with her in high school? Yeah, let, let me rephrase that. She lived with me, you okay. feel me? So, Were you at your parents' house? Nah, I was moved okay. out. Me you and had my your dad, own place? Yeah, I moved out at 16. Me and my dad had Damn. a 16? Yeah, I had to. But you were getting money, like, you could, like, a- afford it? Shout out to my brother Aaron, because I moved in with him and his girl at okay. the time, you feel me? So he like, took me under his wing. I was working a bullshit-ass job at CC's Pizzas, making fucking pizzas, like... Seven dollars an hour. Shout out to CC's Pizza, yeah. fucking all you can eat pizza buffet that, that they had gas. here. You could get any toppings you want. You could fucking literally like just make a pizza and like do you guys would make it like, and when no you extra work there. Charge too. The people who work there, yeah, that they would just fucking bro. They'd take any request, even if you were like, yeah, actually, I don't even want this pizza no more. They <laughs> like don't they give don't a give a fuck. <laughs> That's probably why they either closed down to be real. Shit. Too many pizzas got thrown away. Yeah, way too many. Did you throw pizza. away a lot of pizza? Yeah, and I took a lot fucking home for sure. <laughs> Especially closing. Oh yeah, dog. I took a lot of fucking pizza home. Damn, your diet was probably fucked up. You know, it's crazy. There, I was right? fat back then too. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know husky. fat chopper D. Yeah, I was husky. Damn, back I don't know fat chopper D. I was husky back then. G shit. I remember. I gotta see a picture. I have to. I remember. uh, Shout out to John Son. 
him one day seeing me at a car meet. He was like, damn, Chopper, you don't gain some weight. Like, you getting a little husky, a little thick. I was like, damn. I could see him saying that. Yeah. Like, literally so perfectly. I definitely started gaining some weight. G shit. It was crazy. That is funny. Shout out Johnson. G shit. Shout out his dad. His dad was the first person. His dad's a realtor. Yeah. And he's the first person ever, like, put me on a lease. And it was, like, Damn. mostly because I knew Johnson. Yeah. I just moved out of a place, and, yeah, fuck that shit. That this shit is about shit. you. Yeah. Anyways, so, you were, uh, what the fuck were we at? You were getting in trouble. Yeah. I asked you how what how old you were, and uh, so you went to jail for 11 months, you mm-hmm. said? How did that happen? This so, is, You were living on your own, 16, with your girlfriend and your crib. So how it happened. brother's crib. Yeah, so me and my brother. Two couples living together. Yeah, he Two had females his brothers, living yeah, together. Yeah. So that I shit never to, works. Never. I had to move <laughs> out. I had to move out and get my own spot. It was not good. So I lived in a, a neighborhood. This is about 17, 18 now. So the girl I'm dating at the time, she's older than me. She's like three years older than me. So um, we go and move to this place called Gardens East. We didn't live there too long because mm-hmm. a lot of drama. People were popping up. Rowdy cloud. You feel me? I was trying to get back into school. Shit was not happening. So uh, when we got our own place, her brother had just gotten out of jail. So you know me. I'm a lover boy. I'm like, all right, I love this bitch. You know what? Her brother could come stay with us. Fuck it. He just did, I think, like a year and a half in fucking upstate. <laughs> And he's like, yo, let me come stay. So I looked out. I let them come stay. I let him come stay. And I guess you could say a little bit was my fault, too. Because, like, I remember telling him, you know, four or five months had gone by. He had no job. Just laying on the couch. You feel me? Like, can't wash the dishes. I'm like, bro, I'm getting off of work. My sink full of dishes. Like, granted you, I give him the benefit of the doubt. He cooking every night. Shout out to him. But, like, my nigga, like, clean up. Like, you leaving these dishes. I just work 12 hours. I come home and this shit's happening. And this is back in the day where ecstasy was popping back in the day. You know, <laughs> red monkeys, all of those shits. People were popping them heavy. Was like, he? Yeah, he was on them shits. I was taking them a few times. I can't lie. But sure. listen, you had a job in a house. Yeah. This man was sitting on your couch. Not doing shit. So it's like a little bit different. Yeah. You shouldn't be doing them anyways like that not often. Because it's not really healthy. But not at all. when... Uh, you know, there's a big difference when you're fucking doing drugs all day and you're sleeping on somebody's couch versus... Facts. You know, you say you only did a little bit probably because you had so many responsibilities. Yeah, you know I had what a I'm lot saying? of people around me. The peer pressure was real when you were younger. Yeah, how old were you at that time? I was probably like 19, about to be 20. Okay. Because I remember they threw a surprise birthday party, which wasn't really a surprise because I already knew. But I was still dating her at the time. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't living with my brother, so the party was at his house. He mm-hmm. had called me up like, yo, pull up. I got something I want to give you for my birthday. Mm-hmm. Mind you, I was just living with him a year ago. So I already know the people he hang out with. I'm turning down the street. I'm seeing all of these cars that look familiar. It's my birthday. I walk in the house, the lights are off, which is never. <laughs> so I put two and two together that instant. And I'm like, let me act surprised because they went this far. So I had to act surprised and shit. So it's all good. It was it was dope. Shout out to my older brother, Aaron, man. It was dope. Oh, yeah. That was really nice. Was Nobody's ever thrown me a surprise part birthday party. Nah. How, has that ever happened again? Never. So never again. Shout out to, you my know, him Aaron. for doing Jeez, that shit. shit. Dead ass. But, uh. 
Hell yeah. But so, yeah, shit got crazy. 20 years old. Yeah, so, you know, I started getting on him, like, bro, you got to bring some money to the table. Like, I'm paying the bills for your sister because I'm dating his sister. Like, you know, mm-hmm. she she went through her own shit. She had gotten locked up and shit, too. So, she mm-hmm. was going through her own shit. So, he starts, you know, like, fuck it. Just drop me off somewhere and uh, I'm going to take it from there. So, I'm not thinking nothing. So, Wait, what? Yeah, so, you know, the city that we was in, like, you know, like, Deerfield, like, Palm Springs. And he's like, yo, just drop me off down here. I'm finna go link up with my boy. And I'm, I'm gonna follow with you later. So, I drop him off, like, 11.30 in the morning. Like, 4 <laughs> or 5 o'clock at an afternoon. I'd come scoop him back. He'd have Xboxes, fucking chains, cash, fucking DVDs, cameras and shit. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, what's happening? You know, I'm not trying to be too nosy at the time. And then now he's coming back with bands, flipping this shit. Because I'm living in the hood, so he's coming back and selling this shit all in the hood. So he put me on. He's like, bro, I just be hitting licks. I just be going in people's houses, taking their shit while they had gone. And I come back and sell it. You feel me? It's free shit. So I'm just selling it, keeping the money to myself. So I'm thinking at this time, damn, I'm working this retail job. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Every two weeks. The math is turning yeah, in your head. You're like, like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. You just I'm doing it. all this for you're this dumbing. amount of money, and you're doing all this for that amount of money? Exactly. Like, like, this doesn't make sense. Fuck dealing with customers. He's out here dealing with nobody. Just Yeah. And the heat's again. still at your house anyways. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, all if something happened. It's already at my crib. <laughs> so I can't say shit. So he's like, fuck it. Chop, if you're trying to pull up, We'll go out one day. We'll take you on the lick. Oh, man. So I'm like, all right, cool. I remember it was... Was, that, was this the first time you ever did something like crazy time. illegal like that? Ever. Besides that, all I did was like illegal street racing. Uh-huh. That's it. But this, first time ever doing some real illegal shit. Like, <laughs> shit. Someone could kill me. Yeah. The cops see me. I'm going for to jail sure. for a minute. I'm getting jammed. Yeah. First time ever doing some shit like that. And I think the first time I ever went into a fucking house, like, it's different when you're like, people go look at houses and you're torn and shit. But when you're in another person's house that's furnished, you see memorabilia of children and shit like that. Your heart's fucking racing. You don't know if anybody could pull up at any time. Maybe someone from yeah. left their keys. How did you know, like, the house was empty? And um, So I think he in. looked at the house. Oh, he, so he's been scoping. Yeah, he did all the scoped. research. Yeah, he did all the research. He's like, yo, I got this house I've been trying to hit, so... I know the people ain't home. We're going to go hit this house. Are you trying to ride? I'm like, all right, fuck it. I had a little red coupe at the time. It's me, him, and my dog, Z. So we hop up in my whip, and we go check this place out. We circle the block a few times and shit. And um, he go knocks on the door. Nobody answers the door. So then we come back. He's like, bro, the house is good. Park the car up the street. Let's go do this shit. Mind you, we got no mask, no fucking gloves, nothing. We just ready to hop this fence. Go inside and just get ready. <laughs> so we, we play it cool first, you feel me? Me and the girl I'm with, her brother at the time, we sitting in the car and Z gets out, just goes out and just breaks the back window and comes back. So we wait like 15, 20 minutes, make sure there's no alarm on, no neighbors heard no shit. So the coast is clear. We get out the car. I remember the fucking house. They had fucking teal walls. The kitchen was fucking dope. We go inside this fucking house and it's like... My fucking heart is racing type of shit. These niggas are like quick but calm at the same time. You can tell that they've done this shit before. So they're just grabbing shit. Hey, check this room. Check this room. Check this shit. Flip this shit type of shit. And mind you, I'm still just... I'm grabbing bullshit. Shit that ain't really that important while they over here 
carrying out 32 inch TVs and shit, backpack full of fucking PlayStation games, Xbox games and shit. And that shit got intense. We get back to the car and that was my first lick. And I remember my dog Z was like, that boy Chopper hit his first lick. How you feeling? And I'm like, boy, boys, I'm nervous. My hands are sweating. Let's go. Let's go. And fucking we dip and we get back to my crib and it's, it's a lot of shit. I think we got rid of all of that shit in like four or five days. Easy. From just telling people around yeah, the neighborhood? Yeah, just in the hood. Like a whole bunch of niggas that you know aren't going to snitch. You feel me? Like niggas yeah. that be coming to my crib to smoke or to drink. And, yeah. Because my spot was like the chill <clears throat> spot. Shout out to 7th Street. Like my spot was the spot. Niggas Fuck could yes. just pull 7th up. 7th Street. They could just pull up, knock on the door, walk in and smoke and vibe. That's what the vibe was like. And shout out to the hood in general. G-shit. People sleep on the hood. You Bro, sick. I mean, I got the 7K trip. I recently did this mobile home. Yeah. I'm about to... I copped it for $7,000. Oh, shit. That's a flip. Bro, you wouldn't be able to... F- I, there is a reason why that shit wasn't on the internet. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? You literally have to be there at the right time. Facts. Right place at the right time. And that's where that shit... To flip houses, especially, yeah. is bro. Yeah. If you stay, if you walk around, you talk to people. Mm-hmm. That is the only reason why I got that place because I knew somebody that knew somebody that was neighbors with him. That's all it takes is that. Place. And that house was up there for an hour. Damn. Somebody else would have caught that. Me. That's why I was just like, whatever. I'll take it. Whatever. Yeah. Leave the furniture in it. Just get the fuck out of there. Like, yeah. take as least time as you need to get you out. Can't beat that. Seven thousand for a mobile home. Put some nice work into it. You could easily get sixty, ninety thousand. Easy. I'm. Well, I'm not even gonna put work into it because there's just so much shit to do. Uh, I already got a realtor and she's like put it up for twenty two. She said. Oh, that's straight. Yeah. That's a flip. After she takes her little cut, that's straight. Yeah, ten percent commission. That's straight. So, anyways, um, <clears throat> shout out to the hood. You're in the hood selling your shit. You got rid of all the product from the lick and then what next now it's time for the next lick yeah so and that was just consistent you, yeah i'm still working a day job at this time a retail job wow where in, at? Del, in delray you feel me oh yeah and um it's crazy because the people i work with i'm still cool with some of them so they have no idea i was living this lifestyle. okay yeah so, so i come back to work <laughs> like everything's fine i'm getting <laughs> off of work Days and that I'm off, I'm hitting your licks. Your next job. You feel me? Days that I'm off, I'm hitting licks. Days I'm getting off at 12, I'm going back home, picking him up, we hitting licks type of shit. Wow. Just How like, many do you think you did? Or maybe don't say that. I think like a decent amount. Yeah. Before we got caught, the greed set in for sure. Let's talk about that, the getting caught. So, How long do you think you were doing it before you got caught? About a year. Because it was on and off. Some days... We'd go like two, three houses in a day, and then we like chill for like a week, two weeks. Cause there was a point in time where it got real hot. Like we got chased by this fucking. I think it was a couple, but I remember one dude and this white Ford Explorer. If my nigga Z hears this podcast, I'ma share it to him. That shit was intense, fucking intense. Were they man. the owners of the house? Yeah. So how that happened was oh, this is nighttime. It's probably like twelve thirty. Make sure it's still uh, recording. It is one. It's like twelve thirty. Yeah, it's like twelve thirty at night, or some shit. And he's like, "Bro, let's go. Let's go lurk some houses and shit." And I think the street was called like it was a K. It started with a K. I can't even remember. 
but we're in my red 240SX. I'll never forget that shit. So he tries to get into the house, but he couldn't get into the house, but he sees the cars parked in the house's parking spot. So he's like, well, this got to be the fucking car that's parked in there. You guys so, thought it was empty or you didn't really care? No, nah, we didn't really care. Because at this point, we don't been so confident. We don't hit all these licks. We're not even tripping like, oh, if somebody fucking catches us. And mind you, I'm street racing at the same time. My 240 stick shift. Like, I'm a confident driver. So I'm like, anybody chase us, I'm outrunning oh, these shit, niggas. shit, dude. This yeah, is like, getting fucking like, intense, I'm bro. Type of shit. Like, you guys are ready for anything to go down now. Yeah, definitely. So fucking, he gets out. So he gets into the car, the white Ford Explorer, lurking around, looking for keys and shit. He doesn't really find shit. I'm on the phone with him on speaker. And um, he's like, hey, y'all boys, I'm going to hang up and let me just look around some shit. He hangs up. Me and the girl that I'm with, her brother, we sit there. I, I call him her brother because he ended up doing some foul shit later. So I don't, we don't speak of him. He real he did some fugazi ass shit. But um, so we're in the car and this other car turns down the street. And I remember him quoting and saying, how much I want to bet that's the fucking owners to that car right there. And I'm like, why the fuck would you say that? So as soon as a car passes me, I just turn my car on idle just in case. You feel me? The car is turning down and they is turn Is your in. homie in the house right now? No, he's actually still in the car oh, trying okay. to get into the house looking for keys or a garage clicker or some shit like that. But he couldn't find nothing. Oh, he's in their car. Yeah, he's in their car. But can they tell if they went by? Like, can yeah. they see him in the car? Exactly. That's what oh, I'm about to tell you right God. now. So they pull in to the parking spot, right? So it's a guy. I guess his son was with him because... My, my nigga Z, when he hopped back in the car, he told us the story of what happened, how he got almost caught. And all I can see in my rearview mirror, I see him running straight towards our car. I start my car up, he hops in, and I just fucking gun it. I'm thinking, all right, they're not going to do nothing. And my nigga Z looks back, he said, hey, y'all boys, they chasing us. So at that point, instinct just kicked in my heart was racing Adrenaline. yeah and they were fucking flying i'm turning down residential streets now like i'm doing like 60 65 down residential streets they're still fucking chasing us and i'm like wow these boys are really trying to get to us they're mad yeah they're pissed they're why the fuck were you in our car pissed and i remember we turned on this uh this road called southern and it's late bro and um it's like um off of southern there's these neighborhood car fruity acres and shit like that and he lets like two rounds off. Bow, bow. Oh, and shit. at this point, I knew if they catch us, they're going to kill us. Like, they're on that type of shit. It's, even though it's at Holy night, fuck, you're shooting bro. in the open like this. Like, now you know the police. Someone's going to call the police. So we fucking are sliding. And shout out to fucking my girl's brother that said to make this right. I bust this right when they were a little bit distance behind us. And there was another left coming. But he said, go straight and turn into this yard. Random people's yard now. We turn straight, or we go straight and turn right, and I cut my lights off and cut my car off. And I'm thinking at this time, if they pull into this shit, we're fucked because it's a one-way in, one-way off. My car's off. I got to start this bitch back up like it's a wrap. And literally like 10, maybe fucking 15 seconds later, the car flies right past us like he didn't even see us. And I literally, we sat there for like 30, 40 minutes. My heart's fucking racing. I'm shaking and shit. And I'm thinking, fuck, I'm going to die. And they fly past us. And I'm like, wow. 
they didn't fucking catch us. They didn't fucking That's catch us. That's so intense. Like, I'm fucking shaking a little now yeah. thinking about this dude, story. Dude, that is intense, yeah. dude. I'm just not My expecting to even sweating. hear this story like this. Like, yeah. hear a story like this when I asked you to be on this podcast. Like, this is fucking crazy. Yeah. It's probably the craziest story that's on been recorded on this podcast. That shit was fucking wild. Holy man. fuck. That's is that what you got in trouble from? No. So how was just a random like okay, bad so how... situation? Mm-hmm. Any more bad situations that happen like crazy like that? Not like that. But how we ended up getting caught? All right. So this is how it gets crazy, right? It's probably coming up ten months. You know, there was like mid October we had hit like five houses and then we had chilled until December. So January of that next year come around. I think it might be twenty thirteen or twenty fourteen. I can't even fucking remember. And um. PBSO comes to my house, right? So I lived in a hood. There's a cage gate on the fucking door. And then there's my door. I lived on the second floor. And at this time, my brother that I lived with before, he left the house he was at before and he lived below me. That's the crazy part about it. So PBSO comes to my house. They're knocking on the door. And the cage fence, they couldn't really see me. So I got the cage fence uh, closed. And then my door, I opened it up a little bit. Just got out of the shower. And they're like, yeah is uh so-and-so here they say my name they're asking is so-and-so here i was like no i think he's at work uh you guys got a message and he holds up the flyer with a warrant he's like well if you see him let him know we got a warrant for his arrest blah 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 I was for like, the brother no for me but you yeah. have a picture of yourself they're showing yeah. you a picture of yourself yeah, but how and they're I'm like standing, oh no like yeah how i'm standing <laughs> they don't cage. see that it's you exactly i just got out of the shower so i still got my towel on so how i'm standing they kind of don't even really want to look because exactly. they don't want to seem like weird because you're in a shower exactly in a towel. I'm in my towel. <laughs> yeah. so if you I'm have like, a warrant out for your arrest always open the door naked yeah <laughs> Especially if you're in the hood. So they fucking... I closed the door. And when I saw that shit, I should have just chilled in the house. But my first instinct was to run. You feel me? So I get dressed, right? After they leave? Yeah. Well, after I closed the door. So I see one cop drive off. I look through the blinds. I see one cop cop drive off. The other one's driving in his car. So I'm not thinking nothing of it. You feel me? I'm like, all right, they're going to drive off. I'm getting dressed. I'm fucking panicking type of shit. So on the second story, right, it's like a little fall, but it's not that bad of a fall. You feel what I'm saying? Like an average person can jump out yeah. that window and take that fall and, mm-hmm. and easily get up and have no problems. Mm-hmm. So the fall wasn't that bad. So I jump out this window and I get ready to run. And all I hear is he's going out the back. A big ass sheriff is chasing me. And I'm thinking, fuck, here it is. And at this time, I'm a little fit. You know, shout out Miguel. I'm doing MMA at this time. I'm a little fit. <laughs> you feel me? And shit's really getting intense. The dude was kind of husky. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to get this guy. Like, I'm, a, I'm okay quick. But not like fast. You feel me? But like, I'm okay quick. So I'm running. I'm running. I got a little gap on him. And he keeps screaming. If you keep running, I'm going to tase you. I'm going to tase you. And I'm thinking, I see this fence right in front of me and i'm in the hood now they're in my hood fuck that yeah y'all might be shares but i know where the fuck i'm at it's not recording but that's good but i know where the fuck i'm at so i'm saying you know what this is what i'm gonna do in my head this is all going through if i hit this fence game's over they are not fucking catching me if i hit this fence it's a wrap and probably two strides i get one foot my left foot into the fence and all I hear is a taser, and it gets me, and I fall straight back onto the floor. No, they tased yeah. you. Holy the fuck, dude. Ever, that's insane. Yeah, the first and last time I've ever been tased. 
That shit's oh, not a joke. Oh, shit. Not a fucking joke. No cap. You can ask this straight up. Oh, my gosh, G-shit. dude. Mm-hmm. So, whatever. They take me to jail. They tell me the charges, grand theft, you know, dealing in stolen property and shit like that. And I'm thinking, how the fuck do they have all of this information? Yeah. i like, they, there's no possible way. I'm not saying nothing. You feel what I'm saying? So, whatever. I'm in jail. At the time, my parents, I'm not talking to my parents. Me and my dad are not on cool terms at this time. So, I'm living on my own type of shit. So, they had no idea. They didn't find out I got arrested till almost six years later when my sister snitched on me. That's the crazy part. It would have gone unscathed. They would have never fucking known, bro. And Haitians, bro, my parents got on my ass about that shit. Six years later, why y'all worried about it now? That shit's done and over with. Crazy as fuck. And I'm in jail, whatever. I see, oh, my bad. I see, I forgot to pass the blunt. I'm in my fucking... And I go to my first appearance. They tell me the charges. I plead not guilty. Whatever. Shout out to Belglade. I to this day I still don't know this nigga's name. But uh he was at his first appearance. He all I know is he was from Belglade, Haitian dude, all gold teeth, all his shits were permanent. Like, dude was probably like twenty four. Older than me, but he was a young cat. Yeah, he was a youngin. And I'm like, damn, these niggas got all perms. Like Palm Beach County was turnt back then. Really fucking turnt. Exactly. Niggas was shooting and fighting every day. The 45th Street flea market was a hot zone back in the day. Like that type of shit. And uh, I rocked it with him, another Haitian dude. So when you go to court, right, most people don't even realize when you got jury and shit, witnesses or people that are testifying against you, they show all of that shit in court. You getting arrested, you sitting talking with detectives, all of that shit, your lawyers and shit get to see, blah, blah, blah. So one of the kids that we would take hit and licks with us, he had never been in jail ever in his life. And me neither. At this time, I'd never been in jail. Nothing. The system don't work for black people. My other boy, you feel me? My, my girl's uh, brother at the time, he got sent up the road. They gave him seven years because he was a repeat offender. Seven fucking years. Is he son? No, he got out. He got out like two or three years ago. Yeah, sure, okay. he was banned like they said uh, but it wasn't his first time he already had so many previously burglary alarms and shit like that and uh my boy z he got sent up a year and a half they sent me to a year and then i did 11 months but how all of this shit got exposed one of the dudes that was hitting licks with us testified against every single one of us and then they got surveillance fucking videos of when we would hit licks and then they would go to fucking pawn shops and pawn some of the shit i'm talking about Pawn shops got cameras outside the shop. Like, they see you pulling in to the shop. Who's all in the car? I had a coupe. You feel me? So I let one of my dogs use my car. So he see, I saw on the fucking footage, my dog Z, my girl's brother at the time, and the dude that snitched on us, get out of the fucking car, out of my whip, every, and they got all of them on fucking camera. They put them all together. That's how they ringed us all fucking together. They had my tags, my registration. They had them on fucking camera getting out of my fucking car to go to the pawn shop and then in the pawn shop pawning stolen shit now. Mm -hmm. And they connected all of that shit. Detectives really do detective work. G shit. Like they really fucking do detective work. And he squealed on every single one of us. They, They got us for three houses that they had known for sure because of the shit that he had gone off. You know, there was like some stolen guns. And then there was some shit they never recuperated because... That shit was gone. It was it was a wrap. Like MacBook Pros were just coming out. Niggas was asking like two bands for them. I was getting them off like eight hundred dollars on the streets. They're for free. 
like no fucking lock pads on them and anything like yeah bro give me 800 i got you macbook pro brand new like yeah that shit was fucking crazy mm-hmm. it's life-changing but those 11 months in jail changed my whole life the streets ain't for everybody it don't treat you nice because i went through a lot of crazy shit definitely getting fucking shot at people setting you up like definitely it's not the fucking beat i'm not gonna count wow that is the most intense story we've had on this podcast so far that shit that's amazing that shit it was a real real life awakening thing that and like the coma situation but that shit was a that's for another day but yeah that shit was really fucking gas i can't even lie do you mind seeing where we're at Damn, so you did 11 months and then you got on probation. Mm-hmm. Was uh, the pro? How was the probation? It was actually not that bad. The probation lady, Miss Porter, she was actually really fucking cute. Extremely cute, but tough. Real fucking tough. So they drug tested me the first probation. The crazy part is I got drug tested those four years of the probation three times. Because they weren't drug charges. You know, they were felony charges. Like, they were making sure I wasn't hanging out with nobody. I shouldn't been. I had no guns. Did they do home checks? Yes. Popped up. A few times. <laughs> I'm talking about 8 o'clock in the morning, knocking oh, on my door. Oh. Mr. Tillis, get dressed. Like, fuck. Damn, like that. Like, all right. And she's looking around the room, checking drawers and shit. Like, yeah. And then clearing it after. Coming in there with two PBSO officers for a fucking backup. Yeah. yeah she was a female, too. But she could handle her own because she had her own gun with her. So, yeah. Miss <laughs> Porter, man. She was, she was cool, though. She was fucking cool. That's fine. Yeah, I think that's Crazy, the longest I bro. ever went without smoking weed because Holy shit. I remember people just telling you me. You went the whole four years? Probably like three and a half, definitely. And mind you, my girl at the time, she's smoking. Everybody else around me smoking. You feel me? I'm just chilling. In your house? Yeah, no. Nah, well, weed? Oh, yeah, in the crib for sure. Yeah, but I was just well, smoking. Did they ever come in and like smell it? Um, no, because when, I, when they do the home checks, we had a back patio. So they had to smoke on the patio. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, definitely. For sure, because I tried to keep the weed when it was smoking inside the house, yeah. outside. Anytime people were done smoking, I'd light a candle, <clears> open the window, type of shit. And luckily, none of that bad shit ever came. Like, she never popped up when anybody was vibing with me or smoking or some shit. Oh. I definitely did home checks. That's crazy. Usually, we do a, um, we do an intro, and we kind of just jumped into the story. Oh, not for that. What, uh... I mean, let's just do that now. What uh, what do you do now? Tell the people. I know, obviously. But. Yeah, so, you know, I'm a photographer and I'm a rapper, you feel me? So you can check me out on Instagram, Choppa D, C-H-O-P-P-A underscore D-E-E. I oh, shoot yeah. the camera like a pistol, you feel me? Oh, yeah. And I got these bars, you feel me? I've been rapping for a little bit, but, but taking it seriously about the last year and a half. So, definitely. And I, I love that shit, especially photography, too. I love both of them. They're like real good passions of mine for sure that's amazing i love that shit what did you get into photography and uh rap were you rapping at the time when you were like doing all that stuff? yeah but more bullshit rapping yeah. like freestyling with my dogs you know yeah. when you bugged and then how did you get into the photography so this is what's fucking crazy the chick that i was hitting with the chick that i was living or that was living with me yeah uh you know that kind of got me into these licks and shit mm-hmm. she bought me my first camera Ever. Yeah, I remember awesome. it was a Nikon D3100. It was like $550, $600 when it first came out. Mm-hmm. And she bought me that camera because I would always talk about like, damn, I want to shoot photos. I want to mm-hmm. shoot photos. Mm-hmm. Like, this shit's so gas. She got me my fucking first camera. 
and I'd bullshit with a little bit of it, you know, take photos, take here and there. And then I put it down for like a year. You feel me? Two, three years. Just stop fucking with it because I was more into the licks type of mm-hmm. shit. Like I didn't care about it. Mm-hmm. Then after the whole jail situation and shit and I started getting right. I actually started taking more photos, started going to car meets. My dog okay. hit me up like, bro, come take some photos of the whip oh, yeah. type of shit. Instagram was just being created type mm-hmm. of shit. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. And um, awesome. it changed my life for sure. Photography definitely changed my life. Fuck yeah. I definitely fought with it, especially rapping too. My cousin, rest in peace, Joe Black, man, he put me on the rap and he used to always tell me, bro, keep fucking rapping. He's the one who gave me the chopper D. So I told myself I would never change that name. You feel me? Because he gave me that name. Oh, Definitely. Yeah. So, shit's insane. That's my dog. Shit is fucking insane. But that's a little story about me. Bro, that's beautiful, man. I appreciate that. I feel like that was one of the best podcasts I've had. I appreciate ever. that. For real, yeah. for real. For sure. Thank you for very much for sharing that story too, because that shit is definitely intense. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It is for but sure. But that's like, that was like literally over seven years ago, so nothing can yeah. come back to you. No, which is beautiful. It's a long time ago, yeah. And I got my record expunged. You know, Florida got it. You can get that one free expungement. It's not really free. You got to still pay the fees and shit, and get a lawyer and blah blah blah. But it took some time. Mm-hmm. Definitely it took a lot of time. Because it helped me back from some actual good jobs. Definitely. I even got fired from a McDonald's before. Because my background came up. That's crazy, <laughs> right? A McDonald's <laughs> let me go before. That's the wild part. They came back. I remember this shit. My homegirl Stephanie got me the job. You feel me? I'm trying to do right. Be a working citizen. Trying to get back on my feet. Like, fuck it. I got to start at the barrel. It's cool. I'm working there maybe six days. I'm coming in at 12. And the manager pulls me to the side and he's like, um, so how come you lied on your background check? I was like, what do you mean? It's like, it says, are you a convicted felon or if you've ever been convicted of a crime? I said, well, I, I wasn't like, he's like, well, why does this come back as grand theft? And I was like, well, it's just probation. Like my probation officer told me I could say this. So this is what I'm sticking to, to what she said I can say. And he's like, well, unfortunately, well, this is going to be your last day. So. Uh, you can just clock out and just, you know, hand up, wash your uniform and hand it back. We'll have your last check. And I'm like, wow, a McDonald's <laughs> fired me, bro. That's the only time I've ever been fired from a job. Yeah, a McDonald's fucking fired me. Uh, and that's the beauty of working for yourself is now nobody yeah. can tell you shit. You know what I'm saying? No nobody. matter what. Even if you didn't have that shit expunged. Yeah. But shout out to all that shit for happening, you know, to yeah. your record, you know. Definitely. cleaner the better you can fucking helps you get a house or something along yeah. you know down the line if you need a mortgage or something definitely for sure or just trying to stack up buy shit in cash <laughs> my dad does it fuck it that's oh, yeah. it gee shit man oh yeah man that was a beautiful story thank you for sharing that shit I appreciate it for being on the podcast definitely man oh yeah episode uh i believe this was six thank you guys for listening uh stay tuned for the next one coming out and listen to this one fucking get it share it to your friends that would mean a lot you know what i'm saying if you uh 
Yeah, man. Share this shit to your friends. Off Probation Podcast. We got an Instagram. We're on Apple um, Podcasts. We're on Spotify. Look that shit up. Off Probation Podcast. Look for the little the P-Cup. <laughs> the drug test P-Cup. Hardest podcast out right now. Stop capping. Thank you guys for listening. Have a beautiful one. Peace.